0: hello and welcome to today's stimulus news and update report today is march the 17th welcome in entrepreneurs small business owners nonprofits. uh this is important information for you all so that you can uh get a financial lifeline for your businesses welcome this is she boss talk i am shante already if you are new here Let us know in the comments who you are, where you're from. What is your business? We want to know about it. So I'm going to be talking about uh, the new information regarding the signing of the $1.5 trillion bill uh, new updates regarding the idle loan program for all of you all that have idle loans out there. There's important information regarding the deferments. We're going to be talking about uh, the ERTC childcare stabilization uh, programs and other grants that you can apply for for your small business. So as always, do make sure that you give this a, a like or a thumbs up wherever you're tuning in from. We appreciate it because more entrepreneurs and small business owners can see this important information do share out to your peers tag them if you need to if you know that there's important information that they need to be able to see or hear we appreciate that appreciate your continued support uh with these updates because it's still an important time uh, we're more than two years into this pandemic. Uh, businesses, there are still businesses that are um, experiencing some challenges, um, especially with inflation, with supply chain issues. Uh, so we want to make sure that you get the information that you need to take action on behalf of your businesses. Always, you will find resources Pin. It, they are in the show notes in the description of this video, where the text is. Uh, we also drop uh additional information and resources in the comments after uh this broadcast ends so you make sure that you have all the information you need i will also allow time for q a so if you have any particular questions please drop them i will try to get to as many as i can on air and then i will follow up after this broadcast to answer uh your pertinent questions uh because we get questions every single day hundreds of them uh across our various platforms emails phone calls uh, so uh, we try to keep up with them as much as we can and be responsive. So the first thing that I want to talk about is we know that the Congress had been mauling over back and forth negotiations over this uh, spending bill, right, that ended up at $1.5 trillion spending package, right? It started when, way back when at three a tree, $3 trillion, uh, dollars, which would have had a lot more, Uh, benefits in there for uh, small business owners. Uh, I know that there was a big push to include uh, around $22 billion in additional COVID relief. uh, And then it was trying to get it in there around the $15 billion mark, but it did not make it in the bill, sadly. Uh, But there are still advocates, still members of Congress that are still pushing for more relief for the small business uh, community. Uh, they were also trying to see if they could get more uh, more of the restaurant revitalization fund uh, extension in there. So uh, that did not happen. So, but again, there are still bills that are being pushed forward to try to get more relief for those restaurants. I I really don't understand why they have not provided more relief because the program was underfunded in the beginning. You still have all those restaurant applicants that need relief, that were counting on that money that just did not get it. Uh, and it wasn't because their application was not qualified or uh, incorrect. It was because the program was underfunded. There were restaurants that were approved, got their approval letters, then it was rescinded because of ongoing litigations. I mean, how terrible and devastating for that restaurant that was expect expecting that money, right? So we as business owners have to continue to use our voice and our power to make sure that they they provide the relief that we need. Now, I know that they continue to push for uh, an extension of EIDL, right? Uh, an extension of EIDL program similar to uh, PPP, more grant funding for small businesses. So I will keep you all posted on, on that. I mean, I'm very disappointed that There was not additional relief uh, in this particular bill, but that does not mean there won't be other bills uh, they're still pushing, right? Just didn't make it into this bill. But the fact is, is that we're more than two years into this and businesses still need relief. There are some businesses that never got any relief, right? Never got access to any of the the federal programs that were made uh, available. So again, I will keep you posted on that. And so that is my lead into like the biggest update uh, for today is regarding the IDLE program. So the COVID IDLE program we know is one of the most popular programs uh, that came out of the CARES Act that has helped millions and millions of small businesses uh, whether you receive the grant or the loan. So this is regarding the loan. So all of you, if you have uh, the SBA COVID IDLE loan because they have different IDLE programs, COVID IDLE loan, let me know in the comments. So we know with this loan, the, there are a lot of industry, a lot of industry advocates that are pushing to make this loan forgivable. So I, many of you all keep asking me, "Is this forgivable?" No, it's not. Uh, at least not yet. Uh, but again, there's still a push to be able to do it. Now, uh, there have been many changes to this program uh, regarding the loans, for, as far as borrowers. So when they first uh, made the change, they extended the deferment for 12 months. What that means is all of you borrowers, you didn't have to start paying at your uh, at your initial uh, date that you were expected to start paying uh, your monthly payments, right? Uh, back to the SBA on your SBA loan. Uh, then they took it a step further and they uh, pushed it out to 24 months, giving you a full two years to utilize this money, the funds that you receive and make that money work for you. Well, now again, they have uh, extended it again. So instead of the twenty-four months, they have extended it to thirty months. Thirty months that you do not have to pay it back. Now that does not mean interest does not accrue, because we know interest does accrue. So you, you know, you make a strategic decision on behalf of your business. Talk to your financial experts on what you should do uh, regarding your loan. You know, paying down that interest won't hurt you a bit. Uh, but this is giving you a relief they they just they know that businesses still need help and they don't want you to be burdened by having to pay this loan back right away so now they're giving you 30 uh, months to be able to before you have to start paying it back so that's what deferment means so what i'm going to do is just i'm going to bring it up on my screen so i can review uh some of the important information that came out in the announcement this is official uh, from the SBA, you can see here, SBA, uh, Gunsman announces key policy change existing to existing COVID Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program borrowers to receive additional ref- uh, deferment. Okay. So uh, if we scroll down here, I'm going to scroll down just to talk about some of the key uh, information regarding the deferment. So this deferment extension is effective for all COVID loans, That were approved in either 2020, 2021, uh, or 2022. Okay. So, any of these three years that you uh, got approved for a loan, it would apply to those loans. So, loans now have a total of 30 months' deferment from the date of the note, the origination date of your loan. You all should know that information. But unfortunately, too many times people contact me and they don't know their information. You should have keep every record related to your loans and your grants that you are receiving that when you sign that paperwork you get a copy of that paperwork don't delete it file it away so you always have that reference you know what your application numbers are you know what your loan numbers are you know the date that you signed you know the date that it originated you know the date that you got the money all that information is important so you can track the timeline right uh so again they're saying here that interest will continue to accrue on these loans as well. Borrowers may make partial or full payments during the deferment period, but are not required to. So go ahead if you want to, but you're not required to is giving you a little bit more breathing room uh, as far as the use of your money. The SBA recommends using www.pay.gov. That is the website that you use to pay on your loans. If you you decide that you're going to start paying them back during the deferment period. The SBA will not send you a monthly form 1201 payment notice. However, the SBA will send a regular payment reminder via email. So that's good for you. Just a reminder that you have a loan out and that uh, eventually, you know, you need to keep that on the forefront of your mind. You will need to start paying that back. Uh, And again, you may not get a payment notice, but they're giving you instructions now on how you can pay your bill and in that reminder they should also have that information with the website and contact numbers as they usually do existing COVID idol borrowers can find account balances payment due dates and sba cap in the sba capital access financial system this is cafs and learn how to set up your account in the system by logging into the capital access financial system. Okay. And so it has a hyperlinked here. So this is again, one of the press releases, and they have a hyperlink directly to where you need to go at sba.gov. Deferments may result in balloon payments. So deferment will not stop any established preauthorized authorized debits, uh, which are passed or recurring payments on the loan. So the COVID idle borrowers with the SBA established pad must contact the SBA servicing center to stop all recurring payments uh, during the extended deferment time. So if you have a recurrent payment, that's what that means. It's already, you know how you set your credit cards or you your bills and you have a recurring payments, automatic payments. Those will not automatically shut off. You need to contact them if you would like uh, that to be shut off, okay? So uh, COVID idle borrowers who have established a path through the pay.gov or any other bill pay service are responsible for terminating any recurring uh, payments during the extended deferment time. After the deferment period ends, COVID borrowers will be required to make regular principal and interest payments uh, beginning 30 months from the date of your note. So again, that's why uh, notes are so important. And then they're just saying here some of the things that they have done, some of the improvements or changes that they made, including raising the cap to $2 million, uh, having implementing a deferred uh, payment period, establishing the, the, a 30-day exclusive window, and expanding the eligible use of funds. So they did that. Uh, and one of the last uh, changes that they made is extending... Uh, the use of funds, meaning what you can spend the money on, right? So that has been, continued to been a que- be a question for small business owners and entrepreneurs, nonprofits who uh, have idle loans or idle grants. So what do, what do I use the, the money on? So they're clear about what you are to use the money on. We know it's business-related uh, expenses, okay? Operational expenses is not growth capital to expand your business. Uh, That is not what it is. It is to help you to be able to recover uh, from the impacts of the COVID 19 uh, pandemic. So, if you have any questions related to that, again, this is for borrowers. It is deferred for 30 days. Now, Want to talk more about EIDL as well because the program closed, as we know, but there are still hundreds of thousands of applications in the pipeline uh, that continue to be processed or going through the appeals uh, process. So I just had uh, someone sign up for a EIDL console yesterday uh, who was denied and is trying to get an appeal. So we, I'm still accepting a one-on-one consoles. Again, the sponsor limited. Uh, so you need to make sure if you do sign up for a consult, a one-on-one that you do have all your documentation, uh, be ready, have your technology set up. We meet via zoom, uh, and I need to see all the documentation related to, uh, your application, right? Any denials, the reason for the denial appeals that have taken place, uh, whether it's the grant, the loan or both. Uh, or if it's a denial of a request for modification, which is for an increase of funds. Okay, so that that the link is in the uh, show notes. So uh, use that link. If you know someone that needs help, uh, let them know to use that link uh, as well and book your call so we can help you uh, get access to your funding. Now, you can get an increase as long as you have not met uh, reached your max. Understand that every business has a max just because the cap is two million doesn't mean that your business qualifies for two million dollars there are specific calculations based on the structure of your business and how you file your taxes now the most used formula and all these formulas can be found on the sba's website at sba.gov forward slash idle e-i-d-l in their faqs okay so the the uh the most used calculation is for schedule c filers and that where you take your gross 2019 revenues or gross sales okay your gross sales and it would tell you what line on your schedule c uh to use your gross sales then you would subtract any cost of goods expenses then you would multiply that number by two and once you multiply that number by two Then that will equal your maximum amount. Okay, so they changed the formula when they raised the cap to five hundred thousand. They did not change the formula when they raised it to two million. So you had to have qualified for the two million before they, you know, before they changed the formula. Okay, so the that is the that is the most used formula for Schedule C filers. But everyone is not a Schedule C filer. Okay, so on the FAQs, find uh, your you know, structure and your how you file your taxes. And it will tell you exactly what numbers uh, placeholders to use on your tax returns. So you could go right to your tax returns and see what the numbers are and do that calculation. That would determine your max. So some of you are applying for an increase and you don't qualify simply because you're at your max. You've reached your maximum. So if you ma- reached your maximum, congratulations, uh, you got fully funded until they change Uh, if or when they make a change, you have reached your maximum. So make the maximum or optimum use of those funds that have been made available to you, okay? So again, you have two years. So right now we know that there's still uh, uh, maybe a little bit over $100 billion still remaining in the program. So if you are one that still have your application process and you're concerned about, oh, is there going to be enough money uh, once they get to my application? uh the answer is most likely yes right so but we know you know it says two years to request an increase that you know that's as long as funding remains so i will continue to monitor the program to see what changes if they expand it if they or or whatever they uh do because i know a lot of you are you know wanting that we've been pushing for that to happen uh it just hasn't happened yet uh so we'll see we'll see what happens, okay? So if you have any questions regarding EIDL, if you're still in the process, let me know. I'll try to answer some while I'm on air again. I will follow up if, if I don't get to you. But I know there was a deadline to apply for the, uh, to submit a appeal if you were denied your targeted IDOL grant, right? Up to a $10,000 uh, maximum. So hopefully all of you all met that deadline. That's if you have been denied by the time they issued out uh, that that official notice, okay? Um, so, so, yeah, so by the time they, they initiated that official notice. So you have an opportunity to still get the targeted EIDL uh, grant uh, and the loan. Now, for the grant, if you're going to appeal please make sure you meet the top three criteria, which means that you um, you are in a low income community defined by the IRS, uh, that you have the uh, 30% or more uh, decrease in sales in 2020 over, 20, over 2019, uh, and that you have 300 or less employees. And that's W-2 employees. So if you don't meet that top criteria, really there's no reason to to appeal because you will not get approved uh you know you have most of the top three uh, must-haves in order to get that targeted idol grant um but i'm pleased to announce that um i i still get uh feedback or messages from uh, our peers that they are continuing to get funded get approved for the loan get approved for the grant so i'm happy i'm happy for that okay um, but I know there's limited funds with regards to the grant, so let's make sure we act uh, quickly and timely. Uh, pay attention to the notice and what they're telling you to do and the time frame they're telling you to do it in. Uh, I do want to mention really quickly the 4506T. Someone went out to me again uh, the other day uh, that, they keep, they, that 4506T keeps being sent back. So the question is, is it, or they keep denying them, right? So it's either one of two things. It's either you just, they don't have it, you sent it, they don't have it, okay? So I would send it to the email, to the fax, and I would even send it uh, snail mail, three different ways to make sure they do it, that they have received it and confirm it and confirm that it's in the notes that they have it. The second one, this is the this is probably the, the biggest reason why they keep rejecting it. It's because something is incorrect with your 4506T and how you filled it out. It could be that you're you're out of border. Like when you print it, you scanned it, all everything is not in frame. It could be that something you filled out a particular field incorrectly. It has to be 100 percent correct. In order for them to uh accept it. And I know it's frustrating to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, but they will do that. Now, I did a video uh maybe about a month or so ago, two months ago, where uh in the video the SBA representative walked through the entire form field by field by field, uh, and I share that often, so I will drop that also in the comments for you all so you can see exactly how she's walking through it what she's saying needs to be in the particular field uh that you're filling out so that and then she goes about borders and how it must be printed and scanned it and all that stuff so you can check against what you submitted make those corrections so you don't keep getting denied uh because they i know they said that they're only accepting like you can only appeal once after january right so uh you know is go- long are gone the days where you can submit like up to five appeals uh they've narrowed it down to one to one appeal so you really have one shot to get these things right um don't know why they would deny it if you have like if it's just an issue with printing or scanning instead of just telling you what you need to have done and then re- having you it within a particular time frame um, that to me would make the most sense, but I'm just telling you how the process works so you can get through the process, okay? Uh, so that is the EIDL program. Uh, I wanna talk about really quickly the employee retention tax credit uh, and uh, the other uh, the other program that is still ongoing at the federal level, right? So we know some of those have come to a close, have come to a close. This is one of the biggest ones that is still out there and i am happy to say like we have been helping businesses get access to this credit left and right we're like up to three up to three million dollars at this point meaning that we have helped businesses of all types with w-2 employees to be able to get uh, access to this employee retention tax credit this is a refundable payroll tax credit for your business okay where you can get up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for your business. So it's very exciting. So we've helped businesses get uh, up to over $3 million in claims. But guess what? There's 400 billion still remaining. That means that this program is still not well known amongst small business owners. They don't know that this is a lifeline. Financial lifeline of relief. I mean, the average uh, the average credit we're seeing coming back is two hundred around two hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Okay, so I don't know if you would if you would get approved. It takes five to ten minutes to see if you can get approved. The link is in our show notes. Okay, so this is any uh, types of businesses, five hundred employees or less. You can you can qualify for the twenty twenty credit and or the twenty twenty Uh, one credit for your business. Uh, If you had or have uh, employees, I know one of the uh, ladies that I'm working with right now, she has like six businesses Um, and she may have between 100 and 200 employees. And she saw saw my video, right? And she was like, no one told me, I didn't even know this was an option. Like I need the help. She's running six businesses, right? and she's like i need the help like i'm ready to go what what do i need to do so i've been working with her uh to get her business to get her information in so she can see uh if if she gets approved and for how much she can get approved for for each of these businesses right uh anything is better than zero i mean i just talked to yesterday 15 business owners that are in pending status right now they've been approved they're waiting There is waiting on them to sign the paperwork so that they can file with, so our partners can file with the IRS because it takes the IRS about seven or eight months to process it. And you definitely don't want to delay. Okay. We've seen too many times where people delay and then the program is closed or the funding run out. So I'm trying to make sure, encourage you all to get your surveys in, um, apply, see if you qualify right? You're going to need your payroll reports, your 90, uh, uh, 941 tax forms. Uh, you're going to need uh, your PPP information. Uh, and when you go to our website, you want to read the important information uh, at the top. That is so important to read. Uh, instructions. So you know exactly what's happening, how it works. This is legitimate, right? So even people that see me that went through the process, they, a lot of times they are hesitant. And they're like, "This is too good to be true. Is this real? Is this legitimate?" And that's all. Uh, so I uh, so understand. Okay, this is real. You can Google it. Okay, you can go to the IRS website at irs.gov, and you will see employee retention tax credit or employee a uh, retention credit. Uh, it is a real thing. It was initiated in March of 2020 with PPP. And idle is again is just not as well known. And back then, you could not get this credit and PPP. But guess what? The rules changed. Unfortunately, many, uh, like I spoke to a woman this uh, this morning, because I called every single business, right, to see where they are, to answer any questions that they had, and she was nervous because she said her CPA told her that it was it, it was not real, okay. But I give. Congratulations to her. Why? Because she did her research. Unfortunately, sometimes you may have an accountant or CPA or tax professional that tell you uh, that it's not real, they're misinformed, or that you don't qualify under rules that applied two years ago, that don't apply today, right? Or they're just too burdened down by tax season and doing what they normally do as part of business that they don't have the time to help you get access to the credit. That's why I'm here. And that's why if there are CPAs or accountants that are watching, Uh, let's partner together to help your clients get access to this credit. One thing that I've seen that I don't want to continue to see, especially in underserved communities, the smaller businesses, the most impacted businesses keep missing out on stimulus relief, especially because of misinformation. And there's a lot of it out there. So I would never present anything to you without investigating. I've been doing this for over two years, right? This is real. It may seem too good to be true to find out. Yes, you qualify for a hundred thousand dollars, or you qualify for fifteen thousand dollars. This is a refund, payroll re, uh, refund to you. It is a benefit to you for what you had to go through during the COVID nineteen pandemic. Please pay attention, all of you all that were really hard hit, especially restaurant owners. We've helped a lot of restaurant owners, uh, logistics companies fitness centers any retail operation right we know most retail operations had an impact right so you probably 99 percent chance that you will uh have be approved uh, because there's there's three different ways you can qualify it's not just based on if you had a decrease uh, in and revenues right is if if was your business impacted by a government shutdown order Uh, due to the COVID 19 pandemic you know did maybe your business didn't have a decrease in revenue uh but it did have loose uh employees it has supply chain issues we know right now uh there's supply chain issues but if it was related to COVID 19 shutdown orders you may be able to qualify so take the survey it takes five to ten minutes to be able to do that and i'm here to uh help you assist you uh and making sure you get everything in uh and that everything goes smoothly you have an account rep that also a great team of experts that will help you uh get access to your claim okay so you can expect like a bonus at the end of the year i guess i'm so glad to talk to small business owners just to learn about their business and to see what does this being able to get access to this relief uh mean for their business right there's still businesses looking for more relief and how they can get funding uh, for their business. I talked to a chiropractor yesterday and it was so funny. He recognized my voice. He was like, this is she boss. Uh, Cause I think he was going to hang up on me, but he noticed my voice. Right. And then he was like, yes. And they were so appreciative that I called them to follow up with them and make sure that they were taken care of, make sure their, their questions were answered. Uh, so I am happy to do that, but let's if you, you know, business owners, you, you may, your churches may qualify for this. Nonprofits can qualify for this for profits. If they have W2 employees, they might on payroll. So I had someone, a few people that didn't qualify because they never put their people on payroll. So if you don't have your people on payroll, now is the time to put, put your people on payroll. You're supposed to do that anyway, right? And you can suffer penalties for not doing that but you're also missing out on opportunities that you would have otherwise qualified for had you had your employees on payroll. It's not enough to say you paying somebody under the table. Like somebody asked me the other day, I'm hiring. Are you paying under the table? No, I pay above board. I run a business, a legitimate business. Okay, so no, I don't pay under the table. (laughs) I pay my taxes (laughs) like everybody else, right? Uh, but when, don't don't duck and dodge, uh, you know, things that are regular part of being a business owner because you're going to miss out on many opportunities. I've just seen it too many times during the pandemic that too many uh, business owners were not able to take advantage simply because they were not set up properly in their business. They were not organized in their business. Okay, so that is the employee retention uh, tax credit that is available uh you know when you go to the doctor when you go to your eye appointment you go get your back taken care of you go to the dentist you go to work out uh at your favorite fitness center talk to them ask them did you get stimulus relief do you know about this credit share this video with them tag them if they're on social media right there's a lot of businesses their business pages are following us right so Uh, Let them know that one small thing, uh, sharing information can make such a huge impact on a business. We're saving businesses here, which meaning we are saving lives. Business owners have lives. They have families. They have food they need to put on the table. They have houses they need to keep a roof over their heads and their families' heads, right? Because we know business owners, most of them don't even pay themselves out of their business they're trying to pay pay their staff right they're trying to keep their employees on staff and keep them paid right so they can continue operating Uh, we're such selfless human beings uh i can't tell you how many business owners don't even pay themselves but you should so i would encourage you to put your pay yourself right put yourself on payroll or take owners draw uh, talk to your financial professionals right Um, But again, I'm and I will be continuing to help business owners for the next two years uh, or until the money runs out. Right. And we know the the IRS is already backlogged. We don't want them to get much more backlog. So that's why time is of the essence uh, to get your surveys in so you can see if you qualify and let's get you your claims. okay? that you are due. You are deserving of. You are entitled to according to the IRS. Now. Really quickly, the child care stabilization grants. Just want to remind you. Um, I was doing some rec- more research on it uh, this morning. Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of money, millions and millions of dollars being dedicated uh, put uh, put out for child care providers. So I just want to remind you, if you're a child care provider, please uh, reach out to your child and family services uh, department. They're the ones that are really. Uh, implementing, rolling out the grants that are available to you. There's like a one-time bonus and then a grant. Uh, I do know there there can be restrictive and you need to report uh, on the use of your grant funds. But I mean, I was talking to one of my peers who has a, a childcare center and she's been able to take advantage of a lot of opportunities. Okay. And you're getting grants not only for you, but to help offset the cost of your customers right those parents that have children that they're bringing to your daycare so to help them offset that those costs so you can give them grants right to get your relief they're giving you grants to give grants to your to your to your customers okay so if you've been able to take advantage of you got the child care stabilization grant let me know if you're a child care provider let me know as well um, I said before that uh, many more states, um, I know Ohio, I think they put like over 60, $600 million towards child care providers and child services uh, types of grants here in Ohio. We are not the only state. I know another state, I don't know if it was North Carolina, had given out like over $300 million at this point. So I'm glad to see that many of you are taking advantage uh, of these grants. That, that That's why they are there. And then as they run out, other states are starting to actually uh, pass their own bills and fund from state money. So they're adding millions more to the pot. I do know that there are uh, non-related block grants uh, anyway, so you definitely want to get connected so you can take advantage of and seek out other opportunities uh, as well, because Definitely, there's some really good states out here that are, are advocates for small business, and they, they're really, really uh, putting out the stops to to get um, get small businesses uh, relief, the relief that they need. Uh, some states are better than others. So that is the child care stabilization grant. Uh, go and get your money. I know that is a $49 billion program that has been divided amongst uh, the states. Uh, ppp forgiveness just to remind you that if you were not approved uh, fully approved for your uh, ppp forgiveness please make sure that you are appealing submit your appeal know the reason why they denied you they will submit they will give you a letter uh hopefully they did right hopefully your lender did or the sba did but you have 30 days from the date that you get the letter to appeal. And I did mention before, but we always have new people here. The SBA uh, discovered that lenders were not even giving some business owner the option for full forgiveness. Okay. So they are giving you another opportunity to have a second review so that you can possibly get full forgiveness, but you must take action and action quickly Uh, don't wait. Uh, So make sure you're checking your inbox and your spam folders. Uh, I can't say this enough because it continues to be an issue even with with us uh, because we run many programs. We just uh, grant programs, pitch competitions, and emails still seem to be an issue. Please make sure not only are you checking your inbox, your spam folders, and your promo folders, but please double, triple, and quadruple check your emails that you put down on applications on form before you hit that submit button because i can tell you even with the ertc i had to call two business owners thankfully i had their their phone numbers but they put down the wrong address right they put a gmail address with dot org at the end now we know gmail doesn't have dot org it's dot com right but it was most likely a typo. And sometimes when you're, if you're on a mobile device or somewhere is transposing the numbers without you knowing about it, but you need to double check it, triple check and quadruple check, because it may mean that you, you were proof of something that you no longer get it. You're denied because they just couldn't reach you to give you the money. They could not get correspondence to you. And you may even those of you working with us on your ERTC credit, You know, if your email is incorrect, they're sending you emails and it's going to bounce back because you provided the incorrect email. I just so happened to catch it when I was looking, but we just sent out announcements for our pitch competition winners uh, from our pitch competition in uh, February. And again, I got a bounce back that the email that was provided is not valid. So now what? Okay, now what? That person. May not get the money that they won because they provided the wrong email address, and we can't now we can't reach them. Okay, so I don't want that to happen to you because it happens all the time. Otherwise, I would not mention to you, mention it. And it may seem so simple, uh, but it happens. Okay, so just double check uh, those. Okay, so PPP forgiveness. Uh, Most of my peers have gotten it. Let me know if you got your PPP forgiveness. Where you're at. If you were denied partially or fully let me know as well what you did and if you have if you're going through the pills process because i would like to know how that is going as well but most of the people i know have gotten it i can tell you that still those with under fifty thousand dollars in ppp loans still haven't submitted their applications for forgiveness please don't think that it's automatic i don't want you to get a bill in the mail and you're wondering why do you have a bill that says you need to repay this loan? Because somebody told you it was automatically going to be forgiven, and it's not. You have to apply either for, through your lender, or if your lender is opted into the SBA's direct portal for loans uh, uh, under 150000 then you can apply through the SBA Porter portal, which is super simple. It takes five minutes. It's super easy. Uh, I have not heard anyone that had problems with the SBA's portal and getting forgiveness and everyone's went really smoothly and really quickly. That's what you want. And then you want to save all of that documentation uh, for your records that you were fully forgiven. You should get correspondence from the SBA as well as your lender. I know that because I received both, okay? So I know I had to provide that to my bookkeeper, right? So make sure it's tax season that you're properly recording uh your stimulus right all the different stimulus relief that you received and so i I think i forgot to mention this but let me mention it again that if you did receive stimulus relief idle ppp ertc right uh svo any of these stimulus federal stimulus programs are non-taxable non-taxable on your federal tax returns now if they're taxable on your state, depends on the state. So that's why you need to talk to your uh, your tax professional uh, because some states, again, are not as uh, helpful as other states, right? So you would have thought the federal government says, oh, these are tax exempt. We're going to make, we, all the states are going to make them tax exempt. Well, that is not the case. So just uh, check with your state but you need to know that for your own personal taxes right so again talk to your professional um, about that just a reminder for those uh that you need to make sure that you are applying for grants in your state your state government your county government your city government we know there's some big grants out there in states uh, sometimes they go overlooked, even when we post them, right? And we say, we post them, we say, please tag and share with other people, because those are the ones that go overlooked, right? We have Michigan right now has a grant up to $5, $5 million. How many of you are in Michigan? You know, raise your hand, right? Comment if you're in Michigan. How many of you all have applied for that grant? Do you even know that there's a grant in Michigan, Right? Okay. So California has grants. They've been had grants. New York, that California has tons of grants. So if you're in California and you haven't gotten a grant or you haven't applied for one, I don't know what to say because California is, they, they have given out a lot of grants and they still continually have many grant programs and given out grants to micro businesses. New York is another big one. They constantly have grants and pitch competitions all of the time. I just can't, we can't list them all. We can't name them all. They're not hard to find, right? So we give you the tips on where to search in your local area. It's just on you to search them. They're there. I'm telling you, the big states, but they're not the only states that have grant programs. Uh, every state has grants. Uh, New Jersey has grants. North Carolina has grants. South Carolina has grants. Texas has grants, although they, not, they're, they have not yet issued A state COVID relief grant, I don't know why, but some of these, you know, some of these states uh, that are Republican are just, they're not, they're dropping the ball, right? Texas, Florida, I don't know where their state COVID grants are, but in their state, you can find different grants uh, that are available. So with that said, I'm just going to list off some grants. Uh, You can also find uh, grants posted to our Facebook wall. We also post grants to our YouTube wall and we share them to our email list all of the time. There are so many. It doesn't matter what kind of business you have. It doesn't matter what stage of business you are in, what industry you're in, there is a grant for you. And if you missed our Clubhouse session this week on Wednesday, You definitely, if you're on the Clubhouse app, go follow us on Clubhouse and go check out that audio. It was good. I mean, I dropped all the gems in there. And many of you are asked some really great questions, which I appreciate. Uh, So these are all helpful to you. It's going to help you uh, in your business. So let me just give you uh, some grants. But first, I'm going to shout out Antonia Jackson. She is one of our uh, fellow She Bosses. She has the accountability money box game. I actually donated to her fundraiser. She, ha- I always talk about uh, crowdfunding is a great way to raise money for your venture or your business. Uh, so she had a campaign, but she is a finalist in uh, the National Entrepreneurs Association and Dell Technologies Pitch Competition. So help me congratulate her. Uh, I al- often, uh, you know, communicate with her, chat with her on what she can do to raise money for this game uh, is very needed. right? We need to know more about money. Uh, The youth need to know about money. Adults need to know more about money. If we're going to be building wealth, and she has this amazing uh, game. She's been on the news. It's amazing. So wishing her a much success on the pitch competition. You can find that and register uh, on Eventbrite. So I encourage you to do that. and you all need to be in entering pitches. What better way to learn how to do it than to watch a pitch? Watch other businesses pitch, right? You watch Shark Tank, right? Watch those and then you, you can find tips on how to improve your own pitch, right? Especially if you're a new business, a new startup, you all should be entering pitch competitions if you are a new business. If you are in idea phase, you have an idea you should be entering pitch competitions, right? So we share these all the time. We have peers all the time applying for grants, pitch competitions, becoming finalists, winning them, right? So this lets you know that it's, it's, it's possible. If it's possible for them, if it's possible for me, it is possible for you to be able to uh, to do it and to be able to win. We have resources, right? We I share... Uh, our our friend uh precious the pitch ma- the killer pitch master williams uh her resources all the time she has a book to help you in a workbook and i dropped the video i'll drop it in here in the video again uh where we she shares so many tips on how to master your pitch she's helped people win their pitches on shark tank so i mean i'm giving you all of the tools right Go get our grant cheat sheet, get our masterclass, join us for our masterclass this, uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, March the 26th. Seats are almost sold out, right? We just sold out another event. This one is about to sell out. Get in the room. There's nothing like being in one of my live classes, not only having me there, but have, being surrounded by other entrepreneurs and business owners that are seeking funding themselves, that they are on a mission, they are action takers. Uh, So I'm super excited about this class. It most likely will be the only class, uh, at least until next quarter. Uh, So if you're ready to get grant money and you want to learn how to get it, join us for that class. Be sure to register. Uh, Registration is $99. That is the discounted rate. You do not need a coupon code. You just go to the registration. You click on the activity scheduling time zone and then book it. Okay. Citizens Small Business Championship Award is an as a annual award and grant that they're giving out. I said before many companies have their own grants and typically they the grants are they may be for customers and non-customers that are in their region that they serve. So this is open to eligible small businesses. Eligible small business, that's all types of businesses. If you are a small business, you may qualify for this. If you are in Connecticut, D.C., Delaware, Florida, uh, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Virginia, and Vermont, that's a lot of states. Entrance must be legal. Residents of the U.S. Grants are for $10,000. You have until today to apply. And i think the cutoff is at 5 p.m eastern standard time so we saw the other day when the capital one grant came out it closed the same day why because they had overwhelming response of applicants uh it shuts the system down right and then they get so many applicants then they cut it off they closed it the same day that wasn't anticipated but it tells them what the need is that's out here so most likely even though it's closed, they will continue that grant. Most likely they will do what other companies have done is make it an annual program or a multi-year uh, grant program. So that's why it is still on our grant tracker because that's typically what happens. So Citizens Bank, you can go get their grant. NAV, NAV has a, they started this with giving, I think one grant a year they have grown it, right? So we launch grants and we grow the fund and we give out more and more grants. Uh, And so they have a quarterly grant. They give up to $10,000. This is available for small businesses as well, right? So shoot your shot. Are you a small business? Uh, Go to the website, check the eligibility requirements and apply. The deadline is April the 23rd. So you still have time to apply april 23rd is the deadline for the nav grant also uh there is a catalyst grant It's catalyst 2020 again this is another annual grant program which many of them are for social entrepreneurs are you a social entrepreneur using the power 5g right so they're going to be awarding up to a hundred thousand dollars in prizes the deadline for this grant is april 7th if you ever have any questions and i know you all do because you put them in the comments Please just click, go to our tracker, click on the grant, and on the website, it will give you all the information. It will answer all of your questions. You know, who is this for? Who is it? Who's eligible? Uh, What are the requirements? How do I apply? All that information is in the link. Just click it, and you should see it there. Uh, Another one I want to mention is the Hilton Diversity Advancement Fund. This grant is up as a grant of $10,000 for certified businesses, okay? The deadline is March the 25th. And I said more and more grants are requiring you be certified, right? So certifications are for for for-profit businesses, meaning you can be certified as a small business, a woman business, a minority business, Black-owned business, LGBT business, veteran business, disabled business, the list goes on and on. It may be worth it to you to get certified, not only for grants, but to get access to contracts, okay? Because there are literally billions and billions of dollars set aside for small business and underserved businesses, and the pot is about to get bigger because the the goal of the Biden administration is to increase all federal contracts by 50% to go to small businesses. So small businesses, you have to be ready. You got to get certified. Like right now, I'm working on my City of Cleveland certification. I'll be following up on that right after this. And next is my state certification and county at which I can fast track it once this one is in place. So I'm strategic about how I do it because I want to save time, right? So if you want to be certified, go get our masterclass, our MBE certification masterclass. It is in the show notes as well. Uh, but again, more and more requiring that you be certified. So if you are certified, you have the potential to get this grant. Uh, it is also on our Facebook page as well. And the difference is many people are commenting on it. Like I, I'm clicking the website. It's not a website. This one is different. You actually email supplier diversity and their web, their email address and let them know you want to apply. And then they will take it from there and let you know what to what to do next okay so it's an email for that uh this is not a grant but it is important i'll be showing more and more accelerator programs because they're just important for small businesses can't tell you how many p businesses follow us that said that they need help there is help available there are so many accelerators incubator programs courses classes that you can take uh to really level up your business so hello alice uh, is a platform that both of my businesses are on. They support entrepreneurs. They have given out several, several grants, uh, with partnerships with a uh, major fortune of uh, 500 companies. Uh, and they have a small business boost, uh, accelerator. It is a three day boot, uh, boot camp for your business to help you increase revenue in three days. So many of you are talking about, you don't have revenues. You know, I'm struggling with my revenues. If a program can help you get revenues in three days, it may be worth it. Now, this is not free. Somebody asked me, everything is not free. I'm sorry. There are there there are free. There are things that are free, like our YouTube videos that we give a wealth of information. This particular boot camp does come with a cost. It is $3.99 to sign up. It is a three-day boot camp, and you have until tomorrow to register for this boot camp. Okay. So the program combines proven frameworks, real world applications, expert guidance, peer learning. Peer learning is so good. Uh, I appreciated that in the Women's Entrepreneurship Program. This three day accelerator is followed by 30 days of virtual mentorship. So they're gonna follow it up. With 30 days of mentorship, Seats are going fast. So if you're ready to grow your business revenue in three days and, and thereafter, sign up. Okay. So that is also on our Facebook page. Go sign up for that if you want to accelerate your revenue. So this is only a few of the many programs that are available to small businesses. New programs come online all the time. Uh, I just, before this applied for the citizens, uh, I have like, there's 10 on my list that I need to get through. I have my own grant tracker that I've kept for the last uh, two year, two plus years now. Uh, and I keep track of every single grant that I apply for. Uh, so when I'm updating our tracker for you, I'm also updating my tracker for me on the ones that I qualify for. You will not qualify for every grant. I don't qualify for every grant, but I qualify for a lot. Like there's at least 20 in the last, in the last, not even two months that I qualified for, that I have applied for. And there's still more that I need to apply for. And I have just made it a priority in my business to apply for grant opportunities. And I get better and better and better, right? And these video ones, I get better and better and better. I'm not an expert in, in video. I get better and better and better. I try to focus on, and in these statements, what, what is about my story that is gonna resonate with somebody? What Or what is it that I'm most proud of? Of, of my accomplishments and, and the impact that I'm making in my business. So I give it some thought, right? Give it some thought. Just start brainstorming things, right? Bullet point it. You don't have to have everything right. And then it, then you can then start to formulate your message into answering the questions that they have in, form of, in the form of statements, right? That's what I did today with the citizens, right? So I have plenty of statements, but I'm like, a lot of this is around community. And that's what I'm building. I'm building a, a large community here. And so how can, I, how can I get that message across where it's going to resonate with Citizens Bank and their grant panel so that they choose me? And I'm going in it knowing I'm going to be chosen. I don't care if I'm chosen or not. I'm getting chosen, right? And I'm going to apply as many times as it takes to get chosen. Now, I've applied for this grant. This is my third. This will be my third time. So hopefully this is it. <laughs> so I already said if you don't get it, if you if first you don't succeed, what? Try and try and try again. Right? As long as these grant pro- programs are open, I'm going to continue to apply. Cuz I know I can't get everything uh, in one shot, but I I definitely will continue to go go for it and I'm going to get something, right? And it doesn't matter what the amount is, I can tell you the grants that I have received have really made a major impact on my business, uh, and especially being a new startup. I was able to get grants for my well-established business and for She-Boss Talk, which is a new business. We're two years old at this point, but we were one zero, right? We got we were at the ground zero. And when, when we first started, we didn't qualify for everything, right? Uh, there was a lot less we qualified for because we were just too new, right? So I went, we, we know new businesses can qualify for pitch competitions because you don't have to be in business for most pitch competitions. All you need is a good idea that is going to solve a problem and that is going to make an impact on somebody or make an impact on the community, right? So if you are new, go start pitching your business at every level. I just shared all these pitch competitions my peers are entering and they're becoming finalists and they're winning them. These are not the only ones. You have pitch competitions, not just national, there's international pitch competitions and they're ones at your local level. Start pitching, get your business together, know what your business is about, know how to communicate and have a plan ready so that you can talk about it, so that you can properly communicate what your plan is, so that you can communicate how much money you need and what you need it for. Uh, without that, it's hard for you to be able to qualify for any uh, for any free money that is out here. You have to nail that down uh, because they're not just giving money to anyone. They want to know that you're serious about your idea, that you are serious about your business. That is who they are giving uh, the money to, okay? And if you've been impacted by COVID, you need to talk about it. Start sharing your story. That's what they want to hear is your personal story of how you have overcome the impacts or are overcoming, right? And what challenges you have experienced due to the COVID-19 pandemic, if it is a COVID-19 grant. Uh, But there are many grants that are non-COVID related. It does have nothing to do with COVID. It's just about your business and if they want to give you money because you're just making that great of an impact on your community. So I hope this has been helpful. This is, again, your stimulus uh, news update. As always, continue to go out there, get your money, build up your businesses, get your business in order so you can seize all these amazing opportunities that are out here for your business. Continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact and continue to stay safe and in good health. Have a wonderful day.